I want to talk about intuition, guidance, and we'll see where else this goes. It's actually not what I would have thought to be sharing this week, but because I've had a couple very interesting experiences over the last two days, I just thought, okay, I'm going to do a podcast about this because actually now more than ever, our internal guidance system is so vitally important because we are undergoing such huge transformations and um, whatever you want to call it, growth, awakenings, uh, evolution of humanity in these times, they're mega times. So yeah, this is such an important tool that we have that we've just really lost contact with. And so I want to go deeper into what is intuition? What is our inner guidance system? What is our unseen guidance support system that is around us? So that's what we're going to dive into today. This is Corinne Bloom, and you're listening to Raw Conversations. So I want to share with you a couple things that happened yesterday and today. So yesterday I dropped my daughter off and normally I would just, you know, drive back home. But I was sitting in the car, it was kind of overlooking a nice vista and something in me just wanted to sit there for a little bit. And I started listening to this song that I want to learn to sing, to do a cover of. And at one point I thought, okay, I should, I should go back now. And I just heard this clear voice that said, stay. So like, okay, well, okay, I'll stay. And, you know, I was kind of enjoying watching the weather roll in and just listening, learning this song and just kind of watching the cars on the main road. And I I remembered after the fact that there was like an ambulance that went by and there was a fire truck that went by, but I didn't really think much of it. And then about 20 minutes later, I decided to... um, drive back. Well, maybe not 20 minutes from when I saw that, but you know, I was probably sitting there for maybe about 20 minutes. And then as I was driving back, uh, what did I see? But a really bad car accident. And so I just thought, oh, I am so happy that I heard that voice and I stayed because who knows the timing could have been that I could have got caught up in that or, you know, who, who knows, who knows, but it was very clear that it was a voice that was telling me stay put It's not a good time to go now. And I'm so grateful that I heeded it. Now today, (laughs) I went to go take a walk and I was walking up the hill away from my house and my cat started running down the hill and was kind of meowing with urgency. And I thought, well, maybe it was just because it was extremely windy. And so maybe he was a little bit like, you know, um, not happy about that, but it was really kind of with this urgency. And so, you know, sometimes he meows at me when I'm going for a walk and I just said, it's okay. And he, he normally, however, goes on a walk with me. He's kind of a cat dog. And this time he continued down to the house. And the weird thing is I, I didn't turn around to look at back at the house. I kept on walking forward, but I had a moment where I thought, Hmm, is he warning me about something? I really had the feeling in my body. Is he giving me a warning? And I kind of thought to myself, no, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to go on a walk. I know I'm going to be fine. And so I took a walk, thankfully not a very long one. And and I, I was fine on my walk. That part was true. But when I came back to my house, the field behind my house was in flames. So I know without a shadow of a doubt that that's what he was warning me about. Because, you know, cats 
animals, they they still are so in tune and their senses are attuned, whereas ours have been kind of fogged over. Uh, we live in a society and culture that really likes to strip us of our natural abilities, you know, intuition and our sixth sense in this case, um, um, among many other things. But so he, without a shadow of a doubt, was he warning me? And it was just so interesting that I even had this feeling of like, is he trying to warn me about something? But I just thought it was about like, you know, would something happen on my walk? And I felt, no, that doesn't feel true for me. I feel like it's going to be okay. So it, I just these experiences for me yesterday and today, you know, today I didn't heed the the warning, the voice, uh, the messenger, I should say, um, and, you know, luckily, just to let you know, everything in the end was was okay. But it was a bit scary, obviously, because it was right by my house. And I was sitting there with a standing there with the hose running from one end of the field that was burning to the other end of the field, which is burning. It's a big field, you know, with as long as my hose could go, like trying to hose out the flames, waiting 20 minutes for the fire brigade to come. And thankfully, the wind was blowing away from my house, not towards it. But I, in the midst of it, I was, you know, there was a moment of definitely a fear because like if the wind turned, I just thought, oh, that's coming straight for my house. Like, you know, it's not very far at all, a stone's throw away. Um, and, and simultaneously, I was quite calm and I almost thought, is this like some kind of cosmic joke where I felt like I was being told like, okay, we're going to give you a, a big enough of a scare, but we're, you know, everyone's going to be fine. Like everything's going to be okay, but we're going to give you big enough of a scare to get your attention and to get you to recognize that you have to listen. And I, this is all off the back of, I had had a session with a woman on Friday and it was really reminding me of uh, a session. It wasn't a client. I was actually the, the client in this case. And it was really actually reminding me of my abilities. And, you know, this for some people might, I hate this term so much, but I'm going to use it for some people listening. It might be really woo woo. Um, hopefully my listeners and followers are, you know, on board with me, but I know that I have very strong intuitive and psychic abilities, but I think I have, um, at times toned them down or, you know, there's, there's a lot of, uh, complication to it, but I'm really recognizing that this part of me needs to really come to the forefront and I need to respect it and heed it and value it. And, and actually just really, it's kind of like polishing, you know, silver that's gone a bit, um, oh, what is the name for it? There's a name when silver goes a bit dull, but, you know, really recognizing that it's like, okay, polish, polish this part, because I know that it's very strong within me. And actually I do use it quite a lot for myself in many ways, but it's like really trusting it and really stepping into my own power and really stepping into my, my full potential and maybe not even being like too, I'm sometimes a bit too humble with certain things <laughs> because also I, you know, I think, I think it's only right, not right, but I keep myself in check because, um, I believe in walking, walking humbly and also I'm recognizing that you can be humble and still really own your gifts. And, and to be honest, I, I believe that we all have the potential for this. I, I believe that we have had these skills and that they're in us, you know, for centuries, but they've been 
oppressed and suppressed for centuries. So I think I truly believe, you know, that we're all intuitive beings and, um, I totally believe in telepathy because I've experienced it myself in little moments. And, you know, they say that like what, we only have two strands of our DNA activated and, you know, there's what another 10. Um, we are coming into a time which is very exciting and tumultuous and, you know, it's being called the great awakening, but I think it's really the, the awakening, not to just what is going on in the world. And we're really seeing the shadow coming up to the surface. And of course, as there's more shadow, there's more light coming in. And so we're also being kind of being reminded again of who we are truly and what we're capable of and really at the core or at the heart of it, I should say, is um, that our consciousness is arising and awakening again. And as we fall or choose to reside to live more in heart and more in the consciousness of love, this is the alchemization of humanity right now. This is the evolution, the growth, the transformation, the awakening, whatever you want to call it. And so part of that is that all of these skills kind of come online again. We begin to see synchronicity more. We see number sequences more. We, um, the way that we even communicate with animals changes. Like I have so much more of an intuitive line of communication with my cat and just such a like a, a, such a kind of love right now that, that is, I don't know, it's really deepened just in the last, I would say even last six months, there's been such a shift that I can just, I can't even give words to it because when you go into these experiences, energetic experiences and feelings or embodiments, words are way too limited to describe it. So this might sound really far out to some people, but I want to go into a little bit like the the as as much of the kind of detail of like okay what is our intuition because a lot of people are like I don't know you know I don't hear anything I don't feel anything and that's the thing too is it's very individual it's very personal and there's different ways in which we experience our intuition some people clearly hear something out loud some people sense it they feel it sometimes it's an internal voice kind of in your mind um, there, there's no right or wrong, right? There's just different ways in which our being, it's like depending which, uh, radio station you're tuned into, you know, how your antenna works. But again, there's no right or wrong way, but normally what happens. So I shared something and then I had a really lovely, a very interesting comment where someone was saying, oh, I had this voice to do, to do this thing. I won't go into the detail of it, but but then there was the immediate doubt of like, oh, that's a big risk. I have to invest money into it. And, you know, thousands, there's thousands of submissions and it's very unlikely that you'll win and all this stuff. And so, but the doubt came in and what I was, she was like, what are your thoughts on this? And I, and I said, well, you know, it's easier to hear a voice like stay, don't drive now, right? Because there's no emotional attachment or investment to it. It's just very kind of simple. The moment we have emotional attachment or investment in something, so that might be what we produce in the world, or it might be in regards to a relationship, those have more of an emotional attachment because they're connected to our self-worth and to our self, just to our identity. And so whenever we're putting ourselves out there, doubt is coming in and saying, mm, I don't believe in myself enough. 
You know, is this testing kind of my relationship to my self-worth or maybe it's the, the fear of the pain or the loss or the disappointment or the rejection of the past and we don't want to go through that again. And so doubt comes in and kind of stops us or slows us down, whereas that voice just wants to bring us closer to joy. Like we're here to live life and have all of these just experience, various experiences. And yes, sometimes they are painful and they can cause suffering, but really our higher being wants to bring us closer to joy. And, and oddly, I don't believe that this is necessarily true. And I actually think we're moving into, we're shifting into a different paradigm where we don't need to learn through suffering so much. I think we've had to a little bit in the past, but we're coming out of that, that there are gifts in suffering because the suffering is a catalyst for if we're willing to look at it with conscious awareness, suffering can be a catalyst for our growth. Um, But I do believe that we're moving into a time where I think we don't need so much suffering. Like we've been through that school of life and now we can actually step into joy and still grow as beings, as souls. So sometimes we need to just take the risk to take a leap of faith and believe in ourselves. And it, it's not, what I wrote is it's not about the outcome or the destination. It's about the process. What is the process and the journey giving to you? Like maybe it's just an energetic shift that is larger and more profound than we might ever think. Because in that energetic shift of saying, I'm going to choose me. I'm going to give attention to that voice, to my intuition, to my passion, to my desire, to what I want to create in this world, to what I want to experience in this world. I'm saying yes to that. And I'm going to take a leap of faith and take the risk, not knowing what is going to happen, right? It's and, And actually getting out of that mind frame of, is it going to lead me to success or failure? That's really, firstly, so um, limiting and so narrow. And secondly, just so dualistic, right? It's, it's not like we shouldn't be doing things in life with the expectation or, you know, being measured by if that experience is going to have been worth it if we succeeded and it's not worth it if we failed. So like if the submission was accepted and you won, then it was a success. And if you, you know, wasn't accepted and you didn't win, then it's a failure. It's not about that. It's about where the process took you within yourself. And ultimately it's about moving closer towards yourself, learning more about yourself and just giving yourself the permission to experience these things. You know, again, we're so outcome orientated. We're so like, I need to get to the goal. I spoke about this last week. It, 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 that just robs us. It deprives us of the present moment, which is where everything is happening and everything is unfolding. And all of this is just a dance. And it's just this, as I've said many times, this unfurling experience where we get to just learn more about ourselves. So like get rid of, not get rid of, I don't like that term, let go and soften out of this like it's only worth my while if I succeed in it. It's not about success or failure. Like just step out of that paradigm completely. You know, again, we've been living in a society that has really molded us into a certain way of thinking and being, and it's just not serving us anymore. It was actually never designed to serve us. It was designed to control us. And now we're breaking free and that's beautiful. 
tumultuous at times, but beautiful. So where does intuition, our inner guidance system and our outer support or guidance system come in? We we have this inside of us, but we've got to, like anything, like if you're learning a new sport or yoga, or if you're learning a new instrument, it takes time and practice to fine tune the skill and to kind of flex those muscles. So you start by just firstly setting the intention, I'm going to begin to notice my intuition. I want to connect with it. So you might hear it as a voice. You might feel it as a sensation in your body. Um, It might be just like a kind of knowing that comes in. Again, like I said in the beginning, there is no right or wrong way. It's very unique and personal to you. But you start to create the intention of just paying attention to it more often. A lot of the times you're not going to hear it. And to be honest, sometimes I've got beef with my intuition because I'm like, why aren't, why ain't you louder? <laughs> you know, I had an experience at a restaurant on um, this weekend where, oh, just, it was a terrible experience and the bill was astronomical. And I was like, why didn't I ask about this one thing? Like, why? Oh my God. Why didn't my intuition just be like, you should kind of ask what the price is for that. And just, you know, whatever, shoulda, woulda, coulda. But again, it was just, you know, a good lesson. And so sometimes I'm like, God, why? Why can't I hear it? You know, or sometimes I've heard the voice, but I don't heed it. And, you know, I think we have to be really gentle and patient with ourselves because again, we have been for thousands of years so far, we've been pulled so far away from ourselves. We've been disconnected from nature. And that's why it's really important to spend more time in nature, to meditate, to breathe, to journal. These are all like, we need to come into a state of being. Our intuition comes through a state of being. If you are doing all the time and you're busy and you're in your thinking mind, it's very hard to hear your intuition. It might be there, but you're not going to hear it. You're going to completely bypass it. The more you come into a state of being, and we are human beings, we're not human doings, the, that's when you begin to fine-tune the skill because you start to understand, feel, hear the language. You get to know the language of your intuition. And, and again, it's an embodiment and it's an experience. So, you know, coming into meditation and firstly, just getting to know what is the essence of your being. That's a whole other thing I could talk about, which I'm not going to go into today. Um, and again, I'm always here for people that are wanting to explore this more in a, in a one-to-one session, but it's really understanding the energetic field, the energy of who you are, the essence of your your spirit, your higher self, people that aren't on a spiritual path, you're like, what the hell are you talking about, Corinne? And one day I will do a podcast that's more kind of like back to basics. But for now, I'm hoping those that follow me, you're on board with me. But it's really just getting to know, like, think about that there's a unique blueprint, like every one of our fingerprints is completely unique. Nobody can share your fingerprint, right? So think about like the essence of who you are is that it's like, it's your unique fingerprint and nobody can replicate that. Not even a clone can replicate that. And that, that essence of who you are, as I've spoken to before, is like the canvas behind everything. Once you start to feel what that is like, 
And then, you know, the more that you do this work, the whole point of doing this work is to understand the layers that are on top and what is kind of your false self, your personality, your coping mechanisms, your fears, your wounds, your triggers, how, what's the language of your emotions, like all of these things I've talked about. When you start to understand all of these different layers, but you know what the canvas is behind it all, then the, the clearer, the clearer <laughs> it is to tune into these things, right? To tune into your intuition, which again will come through in some kind of unique form to you. And this becomes your inner guidance system. Your inner guidance system is that voice. It's that gut feeling. It's that, mm. I mean, I had an experience in my 20s where I was traveling around Southeast Asia. I was in Laos. Was I in Laos? Yes. I, I was in, no, sorry. I was not in Laos at that time. I was in Thailand and I was getting on a plane with my boyfriend to go to Laos, which is very, very third world country. And we had bought the ticket and we were waiting in the waiting room. And I all of a sudden was like, I can't get on this plane. I, I just cannot get on this plane. It was like something in me, everything kind of like went into like blurred around me, you know, like the focus was just inside of me and everything else was kind of blurry, um, portrait mode. <laughs> and, and I just looked across the table at my boyfriend at the time and I said, I can't get on this plane. I don't know why, but I cannot get on this plane. And he's like, okay. And then the most miraculous thing happened because we just kind of like, we heated the call and went downstairs, went to the very busy desk and just told the guy, you know, we just bought our ticket, but I was like, we can't get on this plane. And like, I, I'm telling you miraculously, he, he was just like, okay, went and got the cash, gave us the, this is Thailand back in like 2005, right? Different world, no digital currency then. Um, and he just handed us the cash and, and was like, have a nice day. And it was like, what? We, we walked out and we were sitting in the parking lot and I was just kind of like, what the hell just happened? That was crazy. And my boyfriend just trusted me so much. I was, I was in a very intuitive space, very, very intuitive, heightened intuitive space at that point in my life. Um, and so I think he already knew like, okay, she's got some like crazy antennas. I'm going to trust her <laughs> on this one. And so anyway, nothing had happened right away, but what we decided to do is, is go the other way. So we had like a route planned out and we thought, okay, let's do it backwards. So we decided to fly to Hong Kong and then we we're going to go into China and then come around Vietnam and eventually get to Laos that way. So we're just doing it the opposite way. And when I got to um, Hong Kong the next day, I got incredibly sick, really, really sick. And I was rushed to the emergency room. I passed out there and I had had, um, I had a really bad intestinal parasite. And um, basically they said, had that happened when you were, if you had been in Laos, where there's just not... Um, there's very little, at least at the time, in the way of kind of medical care. They were like, with this condition, they would have put you on a plane to Thailand. And, you know, that that's sketchy if you're really, really sick. So I just knew that a week prior, my intuition knew, do not go there because you're going to get sick and you're not going to be taken care of. And God knows, who knows? I don't know if I could have died or it would have just been 
terrible and terribly scary. It was scary enough in Hong Kong, but, you know, there was an emergency room and there was doctors and, you know, they, they helped me. And then I, I had to, like, I went back to Thailand to the islands for a month where I had to just, you know, take care of myself and not do anything and recover from this thing. So I had experiences like that. And, you know, thank God that I heeded them. And that's just an, another example of we have this incredible internal guidance system. We just have been trained. I'm going to use that word. We've been trained to stay in the left brain, in the logical brain, in the judgmental brain. Our right brain is more intuitive. And then, you know, we can go into the other intelligence centers of our body, our heart and our gut, which are also profoundly intuitive, right? But if we've just learned to live in like one hemisphere of our brain and then primarily in the neocortex thinking brain, we have lost like access to an amazing, like phenomenal amount of just tools and a system that is just there, just there to, to, you know, help and support us. I had this great conversation with my daughter the other day, we were talking about food and she was saying, she learned, you know, at school, like, oh, you know, if you see an apple that has a worm in it, that's good. That means the apple is good. But if you see an apple that's like perfect and no, no creature has gone close to it, don't eat it. And she was absolutely right. Like if you look at tests that they've done with butter versus margarine, ants will not touch margarine because they're like, fuck that shit. It's got, it's poison, it's chemicals, right? But like butter is, you know, um, that's fine. You can eat that, especially if it's good quality butter. So again, you know, we live in a society where all of our food is sprayed, you know, uh, the, the amount of insanely bad non-live ingredients that are in, in food these days is just atrocious. And you could say all of this is like the amount of sugar and chemicals, pesticides, you know, what's around us, what's in the air, what's in the water, the calcification of the pineal gland, all of these things. But it's just, you know, when you start to take care of your body and you eat healthy um, and you, I, I hardly, hardly drink alcohol anymore these days. I never was a big drinker, but I really rarely, rarely do it. And, and if every now and again I do, it's just like, it does feel like poison to me. And I'm not I'm not saying, oh no, you know, be pure and holy and don't drink, like do whatever you want to do, but notice how it makes your body feel. And I just have noticed over the years, I think, especially as I do believe the frequencies are changing. And so these things are more harsh on our body and I could feel the effects of, of it physically, emotionally, psychologically. Um, and I don't know, I, I just think for me, I, I have always valued really listening to my body. If my body says, yeah, this feels good, then great. And if my body goes, no, this doesn't feel good. Then I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that to you. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to punish you. So part of trusting this internal guidance system and wanting to fine tune our intuition, if, if you so choose to want to do that is to take care of yourself, you know, and, um, all of these various things help to support us and really understanding that our that our body is made up of so many you know trillions of cells and community of cells and it's all this kind of living live being and that there's always communication so now i want to move into god this is getting long sorry but now i want to move into the external guidance system so we have our internal guidance system our intuition our our 
you know, our energetic body, our feeling body that can alert us to things and guide us as well. It doesn't always have to be like some drama. It's also just guiding us like, Ooh, this feels good. I want to go there. Or this person, you know, this person feels really lovely or this person's energy doesn't feel so lovely. Like it's just an amazing compass barometer and, you know, again, tool to use the outer guidance system you know, this is where I guess your belief systems may um, stop you right here or might invite you to keep going. I really believe, and again, I, I've had personal experiences in my life, so I feel like it's very real. I absolutely believe that there's unseen support around us. You might call them spirit guides, you might call them angels, you might call them whatever, but there, I, I just think it's almost naive of us to think that we are the only conscious beings here. You know, uh, I mean, we know now that plants are conscious beings, animals are conscious beings. Um, but who's to say that there aren't, you know, millions of unseen beings around us and not just here on this planet, but universal communities, right? Um, I think this is part of this awakening is that we're recognizing the, the big and beautiful and vast web that we live in. And we are not at the top of the chain and we are not the only intelligence. And, you know, I think, and what's beautiful is if you're open to this and I get, it might be a stretch and you might have like, be like, I'm going to stop now. I'm not going to listen to this anymore. But if you're still here, if you're curious enough, and the, and the universe loves when you're curious, universe, God, whatever you want to call it, um, you'll start to notice how magical life things, how a magical life is, and how things will show the synchronicities begin to happen one after the next, after the next, and it gets really kind of sometimes fun. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine who's just kind of stepping into this newly and just like smiling, just like, oh my God, I'm smiling all the time because these things are happening and they're just crazy. And wow, the, yeah, the synchronicity of that or the, you know, I got that sign or, you know, it's there. It's always been there. It's just if we choose to listen. And believe you me, there have been times in my life where I have not listened and I felt very disconnected. But then I, I somehow find a way back and I come back into my practice and fine tune again. And, and then for me, it's what brings magic into life. And then, and then you feel less alone because you realize, oh, we're really supported. And whether that's me and my, or my higher self and, or this external guidance system, you know, this, this unseen support. And I will also say, I love, I love, you know, this has been said before that angels come in the form of people or, or this morning angels came in the form of my, of my cat, you know, alerting me to something. Let your mind expand beyond what it thinks is logically possible, you know, because then life gets really fun. It gets really interesting. So yeah, I hope that's been thought provoking at the very least, inspiring, uh, maybe, and that it might offer a, an invitation to just be curious about it. Like, what does your intuition sound like? What does your inner guidance system feel like? What is your external guidance system like? What have been the experiences that maybe if you look back on your life, you're like, oh, wow, yeah, actually, that's what was happening for me then. Sometimes it's easier to reflect 
back and go, oh, maybe that's what happened in that situation, you know? And so then what you do is you actively engage with it in the present moment so that it doesn't just happen by chance. It's never by chance anyway, but basically what's happening is now you're, you've brought it into your conscious awareness. So you're in communication with it. You're engaged with it actively presently. And so then you can work with it, you know, and you can ask your inner and outer guidance support system, like, for, for, you know, for guidance, for signs, for support, for clarity, for, but this, and I want to just say this before I sign off, you're not handing over your power to something outside of you going, you tell me, you, you give me the answer. That's not how this works. You are going in and actually finding your inner authority, something that society does not want you to do. It says, listen to us. We know the truth. We will tell you what to do. Look at what kind of mess that has got us into for decades, but recently. Um, So this is about coming in to yourself and trusting your own inner authority. This is a profound, profound piece of what we're going through right now is find your inner authority, trust your inner knowing, trust your inner guidance system, your intuition, know that you are so powerful and you have so many abilities. You just have to unearth them and reawaken them. And they're all there ready to go online and where that's going to take us. If we walk the path of love from a place of heart, not fear, fear is going to bring us into a totally different dimension. We don't want to do that anymore, right? You have the choice to, but it's not going to be a very happy place to be. If you choose heart and the path of love, what is possible, I think, is going to be beyond our wildest dreams. And I think we can create truly a beautiful, beautiful future and a beautiful world. And I, that's not some hippy-dippy shit. I think that is like really a reality, but it's a choice. It's an absolute choice. And this is us getting in the driver's seat, no longer playing the victim role, no longer being kind of dragged by some external authority that actually doesn't really give a shit about us. And really coming back to the incredible, wise, beautiful, compassionate beings that we truly are. So may this be an invitation to dive ever deeper into yourself with curiosity and explore all of who you are, which is beyond your wildest imagination. As always, take it or leave it as feels right for you. Go and sit and contemplate what might trigger you. And loving you from afar. You've been listening to Raw Conversations with Corinne Bloom. Thanks so much for showing up, listening in, and being a part of the conversation with me. 